0: everybody and welcome to another episode of the RXB podcast. I'm your host today, it's Tiffany, and I'm joined by my co-host Alex.
1: You know, listeners out there, if you've never had a mochi donut, you should go and try and get a mochi donut.
2: And Matt, what's a mochi donut? It's It
0: is it's fried mochi. And it's
2: delicious. It
1: sounds full I, of I gluten. Don't
0: I don't. Is mochi glutinous? That's a good question. I don't know. Is mochi I glutinous don't know. Rice?
1: Dang, I don't know. Mochi, it's I hope you guys know. <laughs> um, we don't worry well, about the gluten, so who knows? <laughs> Dang,
0: <laughs> I have a gluten gluten filled diet. But anyway, so this episode is episode sixty nine. Nice, and I. Both of you.
2: Uh, Sorry. Delayed
1: reaction. Sorry, I was looking
2: up what mochi was. All right.
0: (laughs) It's rice cake. A mochi is a rice cake. It's um,
2: a filling for mochi is sweet red bean paste. Yes. And it is. It's gluten free, as it is made with rice flour.
0: Yeah, rice flour. So I can have a (gasps) mochi donut. Yeah. You know what? It's well. Is there regular flour in a mochi donut? We'll have to look that up. We'll probably have to look that up. Okay. Actually, the company will probably see if they're gluten-free. Yeah. I might. Maybe I'll Instagram them and ask if the, if their recipe is gluten-free. Mm. But anyway, so funny that Alex should mention the Mochi Donut. Uh, for audio listeners, well, I guess all the listeners, video or audio, <laughs> we are recording this episode in May. Happy Asian American and Pacific Islander Month. Alex and I are both Asian American and we're pretty excited. Mainly because this is related to the topic that we're going to talk about today for me. I have a point to make. Ooh, so, okay. our topic for today is discussing situations, times, talking about anecdotes about when we kind of fell out of something that we really enjoyed and then found our ways back to those things, whether they're hobbies, whether it's intellectual property whether it's just some situations in general, we're just going to have a free-flowing conversation today. Mm. And what I... I'm going to go ahead and start the topic because this whole thing, this whole topic and discussion was kind of inspired by what has happened to me recently. So I have a confession to make, Alex and Matt. Yes. I have read twenty nine books in the last seven weeks.
2: Wow. That's impressive. That's a lot so, of books.
0: That, so basically when I was growing up, I was like a cart like ferocious reader. I read so much. I was constantly at the library. I volunteered at the library with the perks of like not having overdue fines. Not that my books were ever overdue because I really didn't keep them that very long. I was constantly borrowing books and like, you know, reading by staying up super late, like forgetting to eat. Like I just would just read, 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 read. And that was my life when I was in like middle school in high school and early undergrad, I really kind of fell out of reading that much back when I think in the last decade, maybe, Mm. maybe in the last decade, I kind of just stopped like really reading a lot. I never really found that many new books, you know, out, you know, I felt like I was missing our generations like Harry Potter or Hunger Games. Like I just couldn't find a series that really captured my attention. But... About seven weeks ago I had extra Google Play Money from like doing these Google surveys and I decided that I was like, you know, I haven't read a book in a while. Maybe I'll like get an e because at the time, you know, a few discussions ago, we talked about how I wasn't huge into ebooks, more of a physical book kind of gal. Um, well now I'm I'm a mixture of both. Mm-hmm. But I found a book. I liked it. It was very interesting. She's now I thought, trans you know, I gave book. A th- it's a trans... What do you mean it's a trans book?
1: You're, you're now trans it, book. You're a little bit of Before you uh, said you're ebook. only paper or hard copy, oh, uh, paper. you're also e-book.
0: <laughs> okay, so I'm both. So I... The book was interesting. It was called The Atlas Six. It's called... It, the, the genre is called dark academia, which I'd never heard before. It's like... I feel like that's a new genre in the last like five years. It was huge apparently on TikTok or what the, what the community calls book talk. Oh. And... I mean, I give it three out of five stars. I would I liked it. I didn't like love it, but I did like devour it. Like I read it like in two days and then I'm looking forward to the sequel. Anyway, moving a little bit forward. So I was like, wow, I read a book and it was like a random book. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like I have a lot of books in my backlog, like just hanging around. I keep buying. I, I would probably say in the last 10 years, I maybe bought like three or four books a year and just like haven't gotten to them. But anyway, one of the things that I was kind of looking at when I was looking for other books to read, because I had, you know, within my seven weeks, I have had vacation time. So th- I would like to tell the audience that there were many days where I did not go to work. So I was able to read a lot. Mm. Like that's part mm-hmm. of it. Right. I'm not just completely like going off five hours of sleep at night or something. But I, I found out that in the last like 10 years, there's been more diversity in books in young adult books in adult books where growing up when i was reading you know harry potter there was literally one asian character or rather there was like a handful of asian characters in harry potter right you had like the patel sisters and Mm -hmm. then cho chang and like no one else i mean that's realistic
1: though right like how many asian people are in the uk
0: there's a lot of people prove it listeners
1: out there writing if you're asian you live in england write it literally
0: (laughs) the people in england have said that they're like national people think their national dish is fish and chips but it's really chicken tikka masala okay like it's a very large population there anyway so i found a couple young adults fantasy books that basically were asian inspired and written by asian authors and i adored them like like seeing the way their clothes are descripted hearing the way they really you know honored their family and like the weapons that they used i like freaking fell in love one of the books was called six crimson cranes which is actually based off of a like fairy tale like a german fairy tale mm-hmm. about six crows or something i don't know but it's it's inspired by like a western fairy tale and then the other book was called daughter of the moon goddess which is based off of a chinese folktale of the, the goddess that lives on the moon who like has this tragic backstory anyway these two books i loved them so much and then I started finding other books written by Asian authors and I was like wow there's so much more that were literally published in the last five years and that brought me a lot of joy in seeing or reading about more people like me Mm -hmm. and so that turned into me just like grabbing at a bunch of different books and getting really excited about it and to have read 29 books in seven weeks That's like an average of four books a week. Like, I don't know. I was just, I haven't really been playing any video games. I haven't been watching any shows. I haven't been really doing some of the other stuff because I got back into it. Have you guys ever felt like this before?
1: Well, I want to ask, was it, how many of these books were like in the same series? So like, or were they mostly individual stories?
0: So sadly, the two six Crimson Cranes and Daughter of the Moon Goddess were book one in a duology, which by the way, I am so happy that we're going into duologies now. I'm not going to lie. Like sometimes I'm over the whole trilogy thing. Like, do you really need it to be a trilogy? Like, does it need to be three books? I don't know this that was such a fad but in these situations these two books are going to be duologies and they're coming out later this year so that was one thing that made my heart hurt is that I have to wait until August and wait until November to read the sequels for both of these books but supposedly that's it that's the end um I I Wait, what was the other part of that question? You were just oh, asking me. I was sister. asking oh.
1: how many were like of series.
0: A series, right. And one of them or two of them have been in a series. So I also read this other book called The Poppy War. I bought all this one is a trilogy. I'm actually only in the middle of book two because I sort of like almost fell out of it. But I bought all three like ahead of time. Like I bought the third book before I even finished book two because I thought I would be ready to move on but the poppy war is like this Chinese inspired or Asian inspired fantasy which is takes a lot of historical references and mutates it into like parallel situations in this universe so like literally the first book is like almost like the opium wars that happened between like japan and china but they're not called japan and china like they're two different entities um but yeah that was a trilogy and this other book series i read is a series that has five books out and i've read four of the five and it's supposed to be like an eight book series so i have to wait for that so that's another thing it's dangerous to get into a series when it's not complete because Mm -hmm. waiting for these books to come out is also agony because you know i get you guys know i get on the hype train Oh yeah. I'm a hype I'm a hype girl. I'm I found out one of these other books I read, the sequels coming out on my birthday, and I'm like, how could this be more fortuitous? I don't know.
1: So the the majority of the stories though are are standalone. Are standalone, which is actually yes. more impressive that despite, you know, or not despite, but it would seem easier if a lot of these were series, right? Because then you would just go from one to the next to the next and then kind of get through it, whether it's a trilogy or more or less. But it really does goes to show, it does seem like, as you mentioned at the beginning about the whole, as you were younger and the books you read back then were from a perspective that you didn't necessarily associate with. And it seems mm-hmm. like a lot of this passion is coming from the fact that oh, I can associate more with these characters or these make more sense to me and it's easier for me to, like, imagine it. And that, I think, is a very strong way of, like, seeing all this is that, oh, you know, you can relate to it more. And that's how it's, like, part of the, if not the main reason, it seems, that really got you back into reading.
0: Yeah, and then also, like, even finding a lot of Korean ethnic authors has been really fun and nice. Like, seeing those perspectives whether they're Korean American or Korean Canadian or whatever Um, but I've really also like sort of found my cadence with finding out that if I read a book and I liked it I looked up what the author had also written Mm -hmm. so that's partly how i found so many other books and how quickly i'm like moving through because i'm almost moving through an author catalog you know like matt if like christopher nolan like you found christopher nolan and you liked like two of his movies and you're like i need to get this guy's like filmography and and watch what other stuff he's made you know
2: Mm -hmm.
0: yeah so i've really enjoyed Everything that I've, well, most of the things I've read, there were a couple books where I'm like, wow, I should have just stopped reading. This was not
2: worth <laughs> my time.
0: I mean, like, I was like, wow, that was really. Uh, okay, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna say the name of the book, but essentially, you guys, I was like, wow, this felt like a mediocre fan fiction that I just read. Like, could have been unedited, published on a website. I don't even know why I finished it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, have you guys ever. So do you think that you'll be able to
2: keep this up?
0: No. Okay. This is not sustainable. Matt, this is not
2: Like, it's impressive. It's a very impressive. Like, but you're basically just replacing, like, one form of media for another. Yes. And, like, I wonder, like, do you think that maybe you won't still be, like, reading, like, 20-some books every seven weeks, but do you think that a part of, like, your TV watching or your video game playing is going to be replaced by books?
0: That's a great question. So this is where i also want to talk about what so i want to talk about how we schedule recording our episode today <laughs> um so listeners we're recording on a monday and i had asked my compatriots here if they were willing or able to record on a wednesday, on wednesday and math said he cannot and i said okay can we record on Thursday? And then he re- he reminded me that on Thursday we shall be seeing Doctor Strange two in the Multiverse of Madness, which I had completely <laughs> forgot about, which is outrageous.
2: What a fake, me, fan. That we could- fake fan Fake <laughs> fan that I
0: completely I completely forgot about. And then so the only other options because I couldn't do Friday were going to be Monday or Tuesday. Well, today's Monday, and do you know my re- <laughs> my reason for not being able to record on Tuesday? <laughs>
2: Do you want to read something that comes out
0: tomorrow? It's because a book comes out tomorrow.
2: Unbelievable. A,
0: a book comes out tomorrow that I've been waiting for for like a month and a half because I found out about this one author and I read two of her books and lo- and well, I loved one of them. I thought the other one was whatever. And then the third this other book that comes out tomorrow, the premise just sounds so good that I've I'm literally like I will I'm gonna try to leave twenty minutes early. I'm gonna haul myself to a bookstore, freaking get it, and get home and like get in my jammies and just read and literally not go to sleep. So this is (laughs) that is what's why I cannot do anything tomorrow. So Matt, I already also why you're not doing trivia
2: tomorrow. (laughs) Because you gotta
0: (laughs) Yes. I'm literally not doing trivia tomorrow.
2: You're like, I am not I'm, having any socialization. I, I'm going to I'm sit not at having home.
0: A, I'm going to sit at home and read this darn book. Um, <laughs> so anyway, going back to my other hobbies, this I know this isn't sustainable. I've basically gotten to the point where I've found a few authors and books and series that I've liked and so now I'm having to wait for the future installments and I've glazed through the back catalog of some of the authors that I've found that I've enjoyed in the last month and I've sort of picked and choose what I was interested in and so there's already a situation with two of the books that I have started in the last seven weeks that I haven't finished that I want to but I'm like I feel like I'm stalling on that right so I think in the next couple weeks I'm probably going to mellow out and honestly you guys partly I need a show to come out that's gonna like reinvigorate my show watching same thing with uh Video games. So June is around the corner. And I'm of course I'm looking forward to Boys Season 3. Umbrella Academy Season 3. I just need my stuff to come back. Okay. And then you know I need Marvel's Midnight Suns to have a release date. I need other things to come out video game wise. I previously talked about before how Kirby in the Forgotten Land is not cutting it right now. So once a game Once the, you know, the games start rolling, like, I imagine myself, like, finally getting some balance. Oh, I... Wait. I do have to say, though, in my fervor of reading, I also joined the subscription service called Book of the Month, which is a service where you get a choice every month of five to seven books, and you get to pick one that Mm -hmm. you want as your Book of the Month, and then... It will be mailed to you with free shipping, and then you you know you read it. And I found out about this through a friend. And let me just say the excitement of like waiting till like the thirtieth or the thirty first of a month to see what the selections are for the next month, and to, to to look up reviews and then decide which book to pick, and then to get it into re- like that just sounds so exciting. Like it's just so exciting. <laughs> I haven't had a surprise in so long, and I do want to say Matt. The fact that we're so close to another Marvel film, then mm-hmm. the in the weeks leading up to a Marvel film, it's very dangerous territory for me. I straight up border. I'm a member of the Marvel Studios spoiler subreddit, and I will glance through the subreddit as we get closer. But can I just say that because I'm like too quote unquote busy reading, I'm. Not wasting time on Reddit anymore. Like, I I heard there are leaks that have been mm-hmm. posted, and guess what? I haven't even been tempted because I'm literally nose buried in a fiction book. You know? Yeah. This. Is, why are you shaking your head at me? You should. No, have the, no, me. this is
2: good. This is good because the last I, Marvel movie. I'm not even gonna... <laughs> the last Marvel movie we watched together. There was like an after credit scene. And I was like, what? And you're like, yeah, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like you already knew everything about it. And you'd already like (laughs) looked it up. And I was like, why are you the way that you are? (laughs) So I'm glad that (laughs) But you still
0: appreciate me. I
2: do appreciate you. But I'm glad that we'll be able to watch it without you knowing it. I won't
0: know how many after credit scenes are. I literally will know nothing. That's great. That's the way to do it. Because tonight I'm about to, tonight I'm going to go to bed. Tomorrow I'm going to read a book. Wednesday I'm gonna Wednesday I'll show spoiled. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just,
2: if that book is too short, she's gonna get yeah. spoiled. <laughs> yeah. I hope it's long.
0: Uh but yeah, so this is this was my soapbox for the last fifteen minutes. <laughs> Does anyone else want to talk?
1: Sure. I think you know, and it seemed like Matt alluded to it, right, with the whole has it has reading replaced like your other forms of entertainment and obviously you know we have limited free time here and yeah. you know for reasonable people you're only doing one thing at a time you know it's not like you're reading a book playing a game watching a show all at the same time <laughs> or maybe there's amazing multitaskers out there that's like this is how I get through everything three times speed like the show i'm i'm skim reading the novel like i'm reading every fourth word and then that game you know what auto battler you know it's like yeah even playing the game (laughs) uh but yeah i think it for me it really comes down to i don't know if i've ever like truly fallen out of like really being into something but it's more so just finding something else as a replacement Mm -hmm. and like the two main things that come to mind both gaming related are you know during college i wasn't and by allowed i mean i wasn't allowed to have a console while i was on campus and during college because my parents didn't want me to And so a lot of my gaming was mostly on the computer, right? I had a laptop, you know, obviously you can play games on your laptop on PC, but pretty much I only really played League of Legends. Like that's why that was like my main game during college. But obviously due to that fact, I really didn't play a lot of console games. Like there were a lot of things that came out, you know, during the college years that I just ended up not playing or missing. And it wasn't Mm -hmm. until I graduated and, you know, was able to go back home had some downtime, finally got a job. Obviously, I have downtime during the job uh, that I got back into console gaming. So, there were a lot of things where I felt like, even though I was still gaming just in a different space, I was like missing out on kind of like the major stuff that was releasing at that time. And I like also had to catch up like later, right? And so, things like mm-hmm. the rebooted Tomb Raider came out during that time that I missed originally. Stuff like The Last of Us uh, Part One that originally came out, I also missed. And so a lot of these kind of like bigger titles that you probably recognize more mainstream where I'm like, hey, I was like a lot of people where I didn't play these till years after they came out. And like to me, right, playing a lot of these new games on release, especially these days, it's like like unheard of, right? Especially for spoiler reasons of like, how do you dodge spoilers for that long? Well, just because I wasn't in the space, I was able to avoid it. And so definitely I just kind of like flipped out of console gaming onto PC gaming and then flipped from PC back to console And in similar line to that, I would say one of the other games I picked up while I was in college was Hearthstone, you know, the digital card game by Blizzard. And likewise, when I flopped back to uh, console gaming, I really fell out of Hearthstone because, you know, it was meant to be that game that I played on my phone, played it on my laptop. It was a very light game, you know, not resource intensive, but it wasn't something that it was my go to. Right. Like if I wanted to play a game, I wasn't really going to Hearthstone for that but especially, you know, once I started my new job and I had to move for it, it was that very short per- turnaround time of me finding myself eventually getting back into Hearthstone. Cause, right, going to the office every day, you know, not since the pandemic started, obviously, but when I'm at the office, you know, there's downtime, there's breaks. I'm not, you know, you're not working 24 7 while you're on the job. Like, I gotta go to the bathroom, I gotta eat lunch, whatever. And it slowly came back into my life of saying, oh, yeah. I mean, I also don't just want to waste time on Reddit, as Simony mentioned, but I could just play Hearthstone, right? A match takes 5-10 minutes at most. 30 minutes if you're playing Control Warrior v Control Warrior. Those of you out there that are listening that get that reference, shout out to you. Uh, But yeah, so because those (laughs) games are so short, it's like such an easy thing to play, and so definitely it feels like whenever the niche has come back that I need something to fill, it's something has filled that gap, and so it's like I'm never not without it. But there. I guess there are some things where I wish I found my passion to come back. Like, I'm still trying to get back into a lot of anime. I, I don't know if I mentioned pre- previously on the podcast, but I still want to get back to watching One Piece. I just haven't found yeah. that that motivating factor to finally get me back to watching it, maybe because there's 600-plus episodes I have to get through. So that's kind of like the anti-motivation, Daunting. The, de- the deterrent. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think once more niches come about, I'll probably fall back into those other things.
2: Yeah, I feel like I'm closer yeah, to Alex. Like, I don't really fall out of my hobbies. I've, like, stayed pretty consistent. Like, like whether or not I fall out of running and then catch back up, that's, like, a little bit different because that's more laziness. But, like, <laughs> I, I end up getting back to it eventually. But one thing that I definitely fall out mostly is with TV shows. I feel like maybe one one tv show a year maybe maybe two that really like catch my eye like the past like few years like 2020 it was all about money heist 2021 it was squid game and then 2022 what i actually just finished today was i just watched the finale of the last kingdom i watched all five seasons in the past month and that's like huge for me like that is that's huge unbelievable for me uh because that's probably i think that's uh maybe 46 yeah, episodes
0: epi- dang yeah.
2: so uh eight eight episodes the first two seasons and the last three seasons had 10 so like it, they're you know they're hour episodes like full hour episodes and just diving into that world and something about it like it was very game of thrones-esque and I, I have a lot of TV shows to look forward to this year because Game of Thrones is coming back this year. Lord of the Rings is coming this year. You know, you talked about The Boys. You talked about Umbrella Academy. I'm looking forward to a lot of TV. and it's But I do watch some TV series. But I feel like I don't get really, like, grabbed by TV to where it's like, oh, I've got a little bit of time. I'm going to do that. And Alex gives me a hard time about finishing the Marvel's Avengers Platinum this weekend and into today. And a big reason why I was like, you know, I could grind this because I could turn it on mute and watch The Last Kingdom while I play (laughs) Marvel's Avengers and just grind out these hives. And so that... That person that does two things at a time, totally me. I watched uh, five to six episodes last night of playing Marvel. You just Avengers.
1: have to add reading to the to that, then you have the trifecta. I know.
2: Then I have the trifecta. Um, so yeah, I, I think that's kind of where it is. But in a more, I guess, rejuvenated IP that I have not been about until recently is actually the Borderlands uh, franchise because I was big into borderlands one pretty big into borderlands two me and my buddy never finished it i co opted with a friend from home he actually doesn't play video games too too much anymore at least for xbox he's mostly a switch guy now um but alex and i alex uh convinced me or he didn't really do much convincing i was pretty game as soon as he asked <laughs> uh we started playing tiny tina and honestly it's it's a good um uh, example of an ip making themselves fresh to like bring back audiences because if they did the same thing like the same jokes the same settings and everything i probably wouldn't have any reason to come back but that it's kind of like this D setting makes me want to come back and i've had a, like a really good time like it is a solid game um and yeah i don't know that's probably the biggest one that i've probably rejuvenated at least recently by
0: Has there been anything that you guys have fallen out of that you're not yet back in yet that is worth talking about? Because I actually just thought of one thing for me. Like, you're just waiting to get rejuvenated to get back into it.
1: I mean, I guess it's weird because it's like, One Piece is that, for me, I'm still waiting to get back into One Piece. I guess another anime-related thing, and maybe because it's how far removed I am and how the show's designed, but... I'm going to put it out there. I watch Yu-Gi-Oh!, you know, the anime. I watch it in Japanese. And obviously, there's, like, several seasons of it. But what I really like about Yu-Gi-Oh!, you know, that's, I guess, different than how Pokemon does its anime. Is that a lot of the way the Yu-Gi-Oh! seasons are designed or that they revolve around, like, the new mechanics that the card game releases. So, it's actually kind of a fun way, even though I don't uh, collect the cards uh, physically anymore... Like every so often, I'll buy certain sets to be like, oh man, you can get like special versions of the God cards like in this set. It's like, let me try my chance of pulling them. <laughs> uh, but I really like kind of watching the show just to get, get an idea. I mean, the mechanics don't, mirror one-to-one with the card game but it's still nice to see that they can use at least the show as kind of a vehicle to say hey you might not pay attention to the card game but here's basically the new mechanics like they've added so many things like additional summoning zones the different ways to like special summon i mean at the end of the day it's all versions of special summoning, which is just ways of like cheating monsters out from your hand or deck onto the field. But at least it's different in that, especially for the show makes it pretty entertaining to watch, right? Cause it's, you know, it's the very obvious, like exaggerated Japanese acting, like voice acting. Like it's a very highly animated, a lot of visual effects. It's just a fun time to watch. Like, even though I really don't care about the card game anymore, but uh, <laughs> it's something that, I also need to get back to, but I'm just kind of waiting for that moment. So to speak again to say, all right, time to start watching again from this point.
0: Right. Something to kickstart you. Matt, do you, or
1: as far
2: as like things that are like are on my radar to like get back to, I know I talk trash a lot about overwatch one. I'm not going to lie. When I start hearing people talking about overwatch two, it makes me think, Uh, could i (laughs) would i because the thing (laughs) is like everyone who has overwatch one has overwatch two like the multiplayer at least and it's like so i could try because i still have it on the xbox so i'm intrigued will i try it maybe potentially um maybe not for long but i'm gonna keep the door open because like honestly it's still one of probably one of my favorite games of all time But I've kind of like really hit it off. Like, yeah, I hit it off at the beginning, but then it kind of like slammed close. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'll give it a whirl. It's one of those things where. It's funny because I was talking trash even just last episode. But now that people are like playing the beta, I was like, that sounds fun, though. Like all these yeah. reworks of characters I know. It's like, oh, I hated Orisa. Yeah. And it's like, oh, she's fun now. It's like, oh, what does that mean? Like, what does that mean for yeah. like the meta? Like, I, I don't even know what that means. Oh, it's not six characters versus six characters, five v five. Like, what does that mean? I have no idea. No. So I don't know. They It seems like they're trying to like make it a little bit more fun. Uh, so I don't know. Maybe I'll maybe I'll tr- give that a go.
0: Oh, that sounds great! Like one thing that the pandemic ruined for me is b- board games. So I own over hundred and fifty board games, and <laughs> that's so crazy preposterous. <laughs> like that's not including expansions. Mm-hmm. So like I might own up to 200 anyway so because of the pandemic you know meeting in person socializing touching the same dice between hands touching cards all that stuff was very scary in the beginning obviously we know now that COVID-19 is not really transferred uh, via contact with like surfaces um, but i I've technically fallen out of board games because I haven't been able to really play the ones that I, the ones that I love, you know, the strategic board games that I have. I've in the last year, you know, ramped up some party game stuff, which is really fun. Uh, But I have a lot of strategy games that I really enjoy. And I've also like maybe have bought like one board game in the last four months. Mm -hmm. I don't even know if I have, which is, wild because like obviously like a couple years ago i was literally buying games like monthly like i was buying board games when i when a new des- game designer came out with a new game and i was into it i got it i would go to i would wait for sales at the end of the year target does a fabulous buy to get one free like i would stock up on the games i've been waiting for and i'd play them so really i'm waiting to get back into the the thick of it and i'm pretty excited like i have matt's made fun of me before because i've come to a game night with some games that have been not unwrapped like they're still wrapped (laughs) and he's like they're like mint condition and it's that's because i've been waiting to play it with people and i haven't opened it and i got a good deal
2: You know what I'm looking... Audience, I need you... In the same vein, in the same vein, I'm ready for Smash Parties again. Like, I am ready for Super Smash Brothers tournaments, and we've been talking about this at work. We need to do it, because basically, ever since, like, the pandemic, I've been wanting to do something like that, because it's just so much fun, and it it seems like something of, like, a different life, because it was so long ago that something (laughs) like that happened safely.
0: (laughs) Yeah! So it's like...
2: We need to bring back the renaissance of hanging out with a group of friends
1: (laughs) with board games and Switch. You you heard it here. Matt's down to Smash. I
0: just... No, I know what you mean. Like, I want that again. I want to be able to play board games and play Smash Bros and Mario Kart and all that stuff in person. Obviously, some peeps, some of our peeps have had bebés like during the pandemic. So it's also challenging because, you know, audience, we talk about the limited time that we have because we're three working professionals who love video games, TV shows, movies. Way to sneak that in there here.
2: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs)
0: Once you have a small child to take care of, all the time goes even smaller or the t- the free time you have gets even smaller and gets thrown out the window and i totally get it cuz keeping a human alive takes a lot of work more power to everyone who does that um, but yeah i think having that renaissance would be amazing cuz i have a lot of games to play
2: and to teach luckily people. for us we are the babies in our household <laughs> we <laughs> we just need to keep We're our souls alive yeah,
0: we're our own. We claim ourselves a dependence <laughs> yeah, on our tax yeah. forms.
1: I um, mean, by proxy, does that also extend to escape rooms? Or has like the escape room like, see, life still carried on through the pandemic?
0: For me, I wouldn't say I've fallen out of escape rooms because I feel like my escape room hobby has stayed consistent. Because at this point, I have to physically go somewhere else to do an escape room because I've done the local ones mm-hmm. and so far I have done escape rooms when I have traveled you know mm-hmm. like Alex when I visited you how many did we do we did like three or four do we do four we did three three or four He's not even. Re- he's not even gonna partake in this conversation. But you know, we did one of <laughs> I the was best just proposing rooms.
1: The, the question. The question <laughs>
0: we did one of Alex's top three escape rooms. Is that correct, Alex?
1: Oh man, it might be my number one. I think Whoa. it's
0: number Whoa, number one, and definitely that one. That one escape room is in my top five. So, that hobby is still keeping strong. I must say it. I'm still invigorated by it. <laughs> if I if I can say so myself. <laughs> but anyway, anything any final comments for episode 69?
1: Nice. I think a lot of things in terms of with how the world is kind of healing but also not really healing yeah. at the same time that yeah like hobbies will definitely change, you know, especially as people move, as new things come out, as new things get updated. Right. Like for Matt kind of technically, even though it's overwatch Two, it's, it feels like just an update to overwatch. And so maybe that's what it took uh, to get it back in. And then also for you, it's like a new books come out in the series. And then for me, it's like may I mean, I hope for it. It probably won't happen, but if square wants to, Remake some of the older games in the HD two D fashion. That'd be great. Also, I had a crazy idea. It will never happen. But what if Square Enix and maybe this goes into the point of I I might have a slight resurgence in my interest in Pokemon. Uh, but but what really would get me excited was if Square Enix loaned out their engine. To game freak and they remade one of the any of the older Pokemons in that HD two D style. So oh. going back to the sprites, but just imagine like the moves, the visual effects, the new lighting system that are in those games. Like those could be a great remake of the original games. Like of any That'd of them. Sweet. Like any previous gen.
0: That would be sweet. I would play those in a day. I, I
1: would play those too. Because there is something that like those old sprites, like those 2D sprites have some charm that, yeah, Sword and Shield look kind of fine. Even Sun and Moon and X and Y, like the 3D models are fine, but they're still a little low res. But those sprites, man, HD 2D, you know, Nintendo, talk to Square. They're looking for money. You
0: know, also, (laughs) they still have those dang sound effects. Da-da. oh yeah and, like, that a all all weird thing
1: you can use that game freak
2: I, Alex if that's not part of the stinger through this episode I will riot <laughs> I will riot I don't even know but what you know, that was
0: it was a sound effect of a Pokemon <laughs> the same one in the last 25 years
2: that's where it's from anyway
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, you guys, you know, audience, I hope you like this lockdown memory lane for me. (laughs) If you want any book recs, you know, hit your girl up. Email us at rxp.podcast at gmail.com. Tweet at us at rxp underscore podcast. Like and subscribe to our YouTube video. Comment down below. I will give you book recs. I'm going to tell you now my favorite genres are young adult, new adult, Fantasy, sci-fi, romance.
1: Wait, what about that like dogmatic thing or something that you mentioned? Dog,
0: dogmatic,
1: or like dark drama? Dark oh, dark? No, it's
0: dark academia. Dark academia. <laughs> it's dark academia. Wait. <laughs> okay, first of all, I do need to look up more dark academia books because I'm not gonna lie, I'm very intrigued by dark academia or just even academia in general you know students gonna student you know what I mean anyway thanks for listening Um, these episodes are coming coming out on a snail's pace here because we're working through some logistical things over the next month or two so you know what just bear with us thanks bye oh wait no 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 don't forget the tunes by Grandmaster Doug thank you Grandmaster Doug And now, goodbye.
1: Wait, what about that, like, dogmatic thing? Fake fan.